Bonjour, bonsoir, dear friends, and welcome to JCB Live. Today, this happy hour on this famous day, Pearl Harbor Day, is going to be live in person in the heart of Napa Valley. Our guest is extremely phenomenal. One, he's French, so he can only be fabulous. He's originally from the wonderful War Valley, the Valley of the King. And you could see his blood is blue like the king themselves. He knows everything about wine that there is to know. But very importantly, he has, like me, a very unique Franco-American story, love, and passion for the United States, passion for wine, passion for others, and the love of life to the point that he has a story he's going to share with us that is the most unusual. When you live and you die and you're reborn. Figuratively speaking, he's lived one of the most unusual experiences of all time. And you may have seen him on national television in the last few weeks and months because he was obviously featured as one of the men who's known the tunnel, came out of it, and was reborn. So we're going to talk a lot about that. It's around Christmas time. We just passed Thanksgiving, and this is the amazing experience that we've lived, that he's lived, that he's willing to share with us. So, dear friends, please welcome Boris Guillaume. Yes! There he is! Bonjour, Jean-Charles. Boris, what a pleasure. That's my pleasure to be here with you today. Well, first, let's have a toast. Yes, of course, of course. Santé to French. Thank you for inviting me. It's definitely an honor to be here today. Well, it's an honor to and have and, you. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. Home so, and, uh, so can you believe two Frenchmen together? It's a danger. I know, I know. It's going to be a lot of first subtitles, I guess. Okay, what are they talking about now? <laughs> <laughs> and we've been knowing each other for many years, dear friends. But let's dive in into something that is one of the most unusual things yeah. that anyone can possibly live in their life and have another chance to continue to live. So, yeah. Boris, why don't you take it from there? All right, so uh, indeed I do have a story to tell today and one of the reasons why I think it's important to tell it, it's not so much to bring the spotlight toward myself and what happened to me because yes. technically all I did is what you said, I dropped dead that they based to uh, bring the awareness of what happened to me uh, could have happened to a lot of other people. And I think that if you, if you go through a story as I'm going to tell it, what I want you to get from it is listen to yourself, always be aware of how you feel and never be af afraid of like, obviously going and getting medical attention if you need to yes. and obviously you know, making it as I did. So, so wine is not enough. <laughs> yeah. Don't just drink wine if you feel sad or your body is talking to you. Cheers. Mm -hmm. You may want to go to the emergency room and get checked out. So, correct. Boris, that was idea. amazing. So, tell us what happened. Yes. So, uh, President Day 2019. So, just shy of two years ago, uh, I had a day off. Um, and which is pretty unusual. So I was like, you know, what should I do? So I actually went to work out in the morning, did my exercise, and halfway through the workout, I started to feel some uh, chest pain. Mm. And at the time, I was actually doing some uh, upper body uh, workouts. Like, you know, maybe I just push it too hard. Yeah. And upper body meaning 
upper body. Yeah, that's right. That that's right. Push ups. I, 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 used, you know. I used to look a lot younger back then. Look that's at why. that. Know, you know, there's know. <laughs> there's everything you need, and oh, and boy. his beautiful oh, fiance is telling me his chest is the oh. best there is. You say so must be true. Well, and, if, if uh, she says so, I haven't she says seen so, yeah, everything. <laughs> And um, so that day I went to work out. I stopped working out because I definitely felt some some pain, yeah. which I thought was like muscle pain at the time. Went downstairs, showered, got myself ready for the day. It was still like 11 o'clock in the morning. And so in Napa, which is where I live, as we both live actually, uh, the movie theater is actually right next door to the gym. So I was like, hey, you know, why, why don't I just go and see a movie? And I looked briefly to see what was playing that day and there's nothing very f special. I was like, you know, why not? Let's, let's go anyway. And that's literally saved my life. I mean, if I had gone back home, I would obviously not be enjoying your beautiful wine with you today. But I uh, so walked into the movie theater and uh, started to feel more and more uh, chest pain. And actually, I, um, I called my... Uh, uh, my partner was here right now with us and I say, hey, Jeanette, I'm really feeling like a lot of pain. I feel like I've got like an elephant sitting on my chest. And um, just so you guys know in case you have, so the way it felt to me was definitely as if someone was sitting on me. Wow. And the pain was not so much anymore on the chest as much as it was actually all the way up to my back. And the lower back. And the lower back, especially, you know, like it's... Uh, and so... I, Got my ticket, sat down, started to watch the preview. I texted her and I was like, um, you know, almost joking at this time. Because actually I did, yeah. I did go to a doctor about three months prior to, because I started to feel this pain as well. And I uh -huh. said, you know, you overwork, you stress, whatever, but you're in good shape. You work out uh, five days a week. You don't smoke, which is unusual for French people, as <laughs> yeah, you know. That's right. Uh, you barely drink which is also unusual for French people. He tastes a lot of wine, but he spits, apparently. Uh, a lot of, uh, exactly, of spitting. And um, so anyway, I didn't think I would have any, any pre-symptoms such as, such as having chest pain at my age, which was 45 years old at the time. But I did. So the guy said, no, don't worry about it. So here I'm back on present day, uh, February 2019. And I'm like, okay that's starting to be very, very uncomfortable. And I cannot tell you why, but suddenly it's almost like an instinct. I yes. just stood up. I was like, I'm in a dark room. If something happened to me, which I thought was gonna be big pass, I'm gonna be like in trouble. So I walked out of the, of the room, started to walk toward the, um, where they take your ticket and you yep. have to tell your tickets. And here I see this uh, probably like 15 years old girl, age of my son. And I go to her, I say, can you please help me? I'm having some chest pain. And with my French accent, which is charming French accent, slightly French accent. She's like, uh, do you need a, a refund, sir? I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna die. She's not understanding what I'm talking to her about. But I look really bad. And the uh, janitor, which was right behind her, he looked at me and said, hey, sir, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm having some chest pain. Can you please help me? And he told me to go and sit, and I just blacked out. Wow! So Total that's blackout. I, that's uh, yeah. So that's chapter one. Blacked out, and from that point on, obviously, uh, I I was told what happened more than anything because I don't have a lot of uh, recollection. But uh, what's amazing is actually what's coming up right now, which is number one. So 
there's a gentleman called Sean Rising who's actually uh, became a very good friend since then who had initially thought about going to uh, play bowling with his kids and his wife that day and it was a busy day no no lines were available say hey why don't we go and um, see a movie instead so mm. virtually as he walked in he saw me dropping and he obviously knew how to do CPR which is obviously something that's I something we should probably all learn everybody should learn <laughs> it's it with I've, I've learned that the certified CPR person since then it took two hours of my life and it's a life-saving uh, knowledge obviously I'm here to yes. prove it and uh, so that day uh, Sean looked at me the guy was on the 911 call and at first they thought I was having epilepsy which yes. actually I did have as well uh, triggered by the heart attack but virtually I had stopped breathing totally cardiac arrest at the time so he started to do uh, CPR on me so CPR meaning CPR is on your chest on, on my chest so what you do it's like you do 30 repetition like this I see then breathing twice and then you start again and you and you just it's don't good stop. we're getting a tutorial yeah you know and, and the funny <laughs> thing like obviously uh, doing it on a mannequin which I encourage you to go and, and, yeah. and get trained it's actually very, very intense. You, you do feel after a minute yes. of the workout, and you're not supposed to do it for more than two minutes. If there's more than one person who's CPR trained, you should almost say, okay, you do it first, my turn, because you lose a lot of power after two minutes, and you're not as efficient. Yeah. But anyway, so it did CPR, which allowed, obviously, blood and oxygen to go to my brain. The paramedics arrived. They obviously acknowledged that I had no pulse, and they shocked me, which brought me back to. So back. the actual. Woo! Yeah, that's right. Wow. And pretty they, intense on the body. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Not that I remember, but obviously it is. And then obviously they took me to the uh, ER. Napa actually has one of the best uh, survival rate when it comes to uh, really having cardiac arrest, and I think it's due to. Many things. It's we have a special program in place. So virtually, by the time I got to the uh, ER, which was about 20 minutes after I had dropped dead, they had the entire uh, like from the surgeon. Everyone was like ready. They had exactly. They knew exactly what what had happened. What was going to happen to me? And obviously, they did a surgery. They placed two stand into my uh, um, right artery, which was 100 percent blocked. And I'm here to sur I survive, obviously, well, and I'm here to... That's amazing! Yeah, that's very, so... <laughs> well, it's exciting to live a story like that because there's big learnings from it. There's a lot of learnings. Uh, number one, the sense of being very uh, thankful for all the people that uh, saved my life that day. And it's, uh, it's a matter of circumstances, but uh, if you are a little bit spiritual, and I know you and I have a lot yes. of uh, spirituality in us, so... Sean actually had lost his dad two weeks prior to the day hmm. of a heart attack. Amazing. And he's the one that his dad passed away on during the weekend and he's the one that went on a Monday morning to find that his dad had passed, which obviously... So... Uh, and he saved you a and, week and, later. And, uh, two weeks later he was here to save Unbelievable. All right, yes. And uh, so it definitely brought a sense of, uh, you know, completion for him, I think, yeah. to be able to do it. For sure. Um, and for me, I'm, I mean, I've gained a new family member. He's part of the family now, for yeah, sure. Whether right. or not he wants it, he's part of it anyway, <laughs> you know. And, and obviously, we've we've been really good friends since then. So something that's uh, that's special.
And what's another? Maybe you should describe the wines because. So what are we drinking now? Anyway? You can. Yeah. You can so, really so much talking. <laughs> so little drinking. Well, Clément de Bourgogne uh, to Clément celebrate yeah. number 21 because yeah. you look like you're 21 again. Barely. Uh, you feel like order. 21. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Well, and this is our Chardonnay Pinot Noir yes. from Burgundy, Method Champenoise. And, and we thought we had to celebrate because what an amazing experience. And I think, you know, what are the key learnings as you, maybe the wine helps you to describe the key learnings um. of, you know, I like this wine, it's very luminous. Yes, I love it too. And so you it's see very, the light. Yeah, so a lot of green apple, very, um, very bright, very fresh. Some toasty notes as well. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's easy to drink. That's probably a good thing too. Yes. And um, yeah, no, I mean, there's many uh, learning from what happened to me. Number one is, you know, there's a say that we only live once. Yeah. Well, for me, it actually took me to live twice to realize that's true. And uh, to just be able to enjoy simple pleasure. I mean, the, the fact of, uh, you know, we all enjoy, we all have a sense of like pleasure of different things coming to us. But yes. again, you know, A, invest into yourself, always be aware of what, how you feel. Mm -hmm. And for me, you know, to be able to go on for another day, every single day. I mean, it's like, there's good days, it's bad, there's bad days like yeah. any, any other person. But again, I'm here, I'm able to live through it. And that's a blessing on its own. So I, I try to be a lot more thankful and a lot more appreciative of every single mm -hmm. thing. Whether it's like, you know, like you and I were talking about roses before the show started. Yes. For me, it's like beauty of nature is yes. obviously a big, big thing. Well, we wanted you to make sure you could, we all smell the roses. We <laughs> yeah, As the expression says, can you believe where we are in Napa, which is our secret place, those roses are historical heirloom roses that were passed from the previous century to today so oh. i cannot tell you which variety but on the phenomenal gorgeous smell yeah. this and we I are know. in december dear friends and we have roses I know, still that's, in the uh, garden that's amazing i mean i as we were talking about that i just bought a new place and we have a huge amount of roses and yes. they they just keep coming and coming you cut them and it's california it's we, like we get blessed life. with that i mean whether it's the wine whether it's the actual uh you know, everything at Grossi is just magical for sure, you know. So, Boris, thank you so much, first of all, for being open My pleasure. on this. And you were on the Today Show. And I was on the Today Show. So it's funny, it's, I, out of nowhere, I got a call about a month and a half ago and said, hey, you know, we we heard your story. So I've been on a few, fun, uh, like, uh, uh, charity events, kind yeah. of like, you know, raise some money. And I had, you know, I've been featuring some of the local newspaper, but they found my story out of nowhere and they wanted to do a segment about survival and people who obviously do something for somebody else, which yeah. happened to be the case for not just Sean, but the entire first responders. You yes. Know? And so they said, hey, we'd like to do a sh segment. So I, I was on the Today Show uh, back in uh, mid-November, I think, so a few weeks ago now. And uh, again, they did a tremendous job in terms of like, uh, acknowledging what happened that day, what people did for me, and obviously the the fact that I'm here to and the link you see below your screen right now is the link of the two day show. So after this wonderful time together, you can watch it and you can dial in and and yeah. really see. Yeah. A, an important question, uh, Boris. So yes. we all read books, talk about it from religion. 
whichever religion mm -hmm. yeah. we belong to, to the moment of darkness and rebirth, to the moment of what we see, mm -hmm. as, you know, life fades away and we start. How did you live that and did you actually see that? So that's one of my um, biggest frustrations, actually, because that's a very common question I get. Like, hey, you know, yeah. did you see the light, yes. the tunnel? Um, and unfortunately, I did not. I virtually, I blacked out. And we talked a lot about it because I think there's probably ways to... It's there, it's deep inside. Yes. I don't know if why it's not coming out because I did, I did live through the experience in the sense that I do remember the the voice of my first responders. Like actually, I met them a week later, mm -hmm. and as soon as they started to talk, it's like, okay, I know you. Yeah. You you were the guy that. So you were listening. Something. So, so my, my, my sense of uh, listening was obviously there. The vision, I don't remember anything in terms of uh, vision. The only thing I can say is, I felt a sense of uh, peace, like someone was taking yeah. care of me. It's almost like you know, like we. Once uh, I'm gonna say something so, totally stupid, but when you get your like you go to the get a haircut mm -hmm. and you just like okay, just take care of me, you know, yeah. same same thing. Like there was someone, I thought you were gonna say when you go for a massage. Oh, or massage. Well, she I mean, haircut is okay, <laughs> but you <laughs> know. Well, actually, it's a better example too. So, uh, but it's sense like you know what, my body right now, I don't, I no longer control anything. Yes. But someone else is taking over, That's and right. someone else, whether it's the first responder, whether it's like a. You know, being spiritual for me, it's all about energy. Yes. And it's, there was an energy there that was obviously uh, creating like a bubble around yes. around being. You know. Do you actually believe it was meant to happen? Uh, yes, definitely. So you believe in yes, it, it was meant to happen. Sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, no question. And and what is and you you kind of obviously mention it, but what is the big takeaway for you personally, if you're willing to share that. Yeah. As far as the monorail life, what happens, and and you're still probably learning from it because it was so recent. Yes, so uh, the big takeaway, so uh, uh, Jeanette, my partner was here as well today with us watching the show, uh, she said she created the Boris 2.0. So uh, you just have to rethink about who you are. Yes. And when I say who you are, it's like, who do you want to be as a person? Yes. You know, obviously being uh, how you present yourself, how you listen to other people. Yes. And also a sense of uh, uh, just being very um, thankful for every single day. What, you know, it's, it's, we're here for a short period of time. Let's all face it. No matter how long it is, it's a short period of time. And, and, yes. And, and just making a good imprint and feeling like, you know what, you can, today can be the last day, and I'm happy with what I've done over the past two years. So spiritually, how do we, rec do you recommend for us to do that without going through mm -hmm. naturally such a trauma? Because as you kindly said, and I'm agreeing with your school of thoughts that it was written, meant to happen, and you to become that example yeah. to others, to make sure that we realize life is not granted, and we drive yeah. it, yeah. and we got to enjoy it. I think that's a very big takeaway. Exactly. How should we do this? What's your recommendation now retrospectively? I've been knowing you for many years. Yeah. You go 500 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we'll talk about that yeah. shortly. Yeah. From your business to your personal life to all of that. Mm -hmm. And suddenly you have a reset. So it's a uh, balance. 
Mm -hmm. uh, as you say, I mean, we we all live our life with a sense of uh, obligations. I mean, yeah. let's face it, if you could do just whatever you want, it'd be amazing. But we have requirements, whether it's family requirement, whether it's work requirement. Uh, but to really take the time to think about what matters. Yes. And the number one should be yourself. Obviously, yes. if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't invest in yourself, you have nothing to offer to people, number one. And number two is, take away. is to um, obviously focus on what is important to you and make sure these things are part of your life. So let's say if you do for you, it's like, hey, you know, I've always wanted to travel the world. Yes. And yes, of course, you're not going to go and take your backpack and travel for the next 10 years. Or maybe you should. Maybe you should. No. But, but at least make the time because that's part of who you want to be. So that's mm -hmm. part of who you should be. You know, I mean, maybe you cannot take more than a one week trip per year somewhere, but make the moment and make the decision to do it yes. and stick to it. Try to try not to be in a situation where like, I mean, in my, in my case, if, if uh, I had passed that day, as you said, I kind of like a bit of a work colleague and I, I can take on and take on and not necessarily realize yeah. how much I'm taking on. And I was like, okay, so when was the last time before I but I had my accident where I really had like, I took some really, some time to really invest into what I want to do. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what's really important to be able to, to, to make balance. I cannot do everything I want to do today, but at least I'm making the time to invest some of my time away from work, away from the obligation into getting this, uh, this done. And how did you do it, Boris? So, you said to yourself, okay, this is now mm -hmm. the reset that I need to do. Did you take a pad and started a list? Did you build priorities? Did you see someone to help you to do this? Did you, did Jeanette yeah, so help you in the process and hold you accountable to it? No, so, uh, I mean, not a... Because that's a big question yeah. is holding ourselves accountable so, I mean, to... Not to, to dig deep into my personal situation, but at the time uh, I had been working a lot. I had just met Janet. We're actually very good friends. On a boat going boat, to the very, Bay of right, San that's Francisco. Right. That's, that's right. <laughs> and uh but we were we were friends but uh you know uh just good friend. We we knew we had a connection uh -huh. but we didn't have a we didn't necessarily acknowledge it, you know, to each other. And she she had a big hit for you, huh? well, I hear. Well, who wouldn't? I know. Well, let's drink this. Well, she still does, though. That, uh, she told me that she turned uh, pink yeah. when you were looking at each other's eyes. Oh, boy. Just like the wine. So, what are we drinking? And she started anyway? to oh, blush rose. like this blush rose, Pinot Noir rose from the Russian River. And mm. she tells me the story because she had a big crush on you right away. Oof. Right? It must be the, the French accent. <laughs> you know, that definitely helps. You know, French accent will help with this and with the wine business. I remember when I started, which 20 years ago in the US, and obviously I, I, wa I was just beginning my wine career with very little wine knowledge, but the French accent, you just have to talk in French, and they, um. well, that guy knows what he's talking about, which <laughs> we don't, but it sounds like we do. It's, we pretend. Well, now hopefully we learn a few things since then, but it definitely was a... Well, on that note, uh, Boris, yes. uh, if you're willing to share, mm -hmm. what actually took you to the US? Because, so, like... You know, as I said as an introduction, yeah. we both share the love of America. Correct. 
And you're from the Loire Valley, which is that magnificent place, the Valley of the King. Mm -hmm. You know, so when I say the blue blood that runs through his veins is really where all the kings resided from really the Renaissance all the way up to today. So Correct. quite a place. Yeah, no, it's a, there's no place like home and uh, it's a gorgeous place, obviously. A lot of uh, history, a yeah. lot of great food, a lot of great wines too, actually. And um, so I came, you know, it's funny because I don't know about you and um, growing up in France, obviously we, our main uh, trips tends to be a bit closer, like England, Spain, uh, yeah. Italy. I never really thought about going to the US, but I did actually um, apply during my uh, second year at, uh, in college for like a program where they actually pay for everything. They, yeah. they big state college, they send 10 students every year. They cover nutrition, uh, food, uh, housing, everything is paid for. You just have to apply and get selected. So don't know why, but ultimately I applied and they selected me to come. So I came came here in 1995 and I just fell in love with the culture, with the... What I love about America, and maybe uh, you you obviously have a different opinion, but it's it's just like the... It's a land of opportunities. Just what you make of it is really yes. what you... What Receive you from it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's a beautiful country. I mean, we live in one of the most gorgeous uh, country, no question. And it's also a country that's been uh, made out of a lot of other cultures, which I love that... Yeah. Um, kind of like melting pot of different Welcoming cultures. Welcoming other cultures. Welcoming, so. exactly. Like you, you you can come from France and you 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 will become a, an American if you really want to and, and that's one of your desire, you know. So it's... Uh, Which is very different in our society of France. It's it's a bit more... Um, yeah, I mean, people in France don't necessarily travel as much being even like, you know, like within their own uh, country. Like my parents were born 50 miles away from where my mom lives, you know, and, and it's like uh, here, I mean, people are like, hey, you know, I was born in Washington State and now I'm living in, uh, you know, Miami, Florida, great place, by the way. Or, uh, but it's like you, people are more, more than willing to travel. That's right. And uh, I think that goes throughout the culture of being open-minded, you know, which is the same with the wine, by the way, because I always, I always get the, I don't know if you do too, but being in the wine business, people are like, oh, you know, you French guys, like, you know a lot about wine, it's a part of your culture, which is mm -hmm. Drinking wine has always been part of my uh, culture, such as yours. But the level of knowledge of the uh, American uh, wine consumer is really, really high. A lot, in my opinion, a lot better than what I've seen in Europe, because True. Uh, by definition, there's a lot of interest to learn as opposed to, uh, you know, people from Burgundy sometimes, they're like they're stuck in Pinot Noir and Chardonnay and they don't necessarily want to even explore wine from Bordeaux, yeah. not even. And the French are more closed, it seems, to ask questions because they're afraid mm -hmm. to be judged Correct. by the question they ask. And it goes for the Italian and the Spanish, mm -hmm. I mean, the Latin culture. The European culture, general. yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, definitely. Isn't it what we love here is people are willing to say, I don't know and I want to learn? Exactly. And, and that's exactly what it is. Like a sense of like, I don't know, but I want to learn. Yeah. As opposed to, I should know and I feel a bit ashamed not to, not to know that, you know? Well, I'm going to toast to that. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> hey, this is Rosé, by the way. So we oh. put... We put white wine, red wine together, and we hope it becomes rosé, right? <laughs> Is that how we do it? <laughs> no. 
It's a quiz. It's a quiz. Whoever says no wins a kiss from Boris. Oh boy. I don't and know uh, a handshake from me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After COVID, though. So this is our summer of my coast. What do you think of I, that? You know, so uh, it's funny that you serve this one. I love rosé. I love rosé because yeah. obviously we live in a part of the country where we have a lot of uh, sunshine, and it's just uh, a it's it's sunshine in the bottle for me. It's, like yeah. it's very it's very uh, joyful. It goes with virtually everything. It's both sparkling wine and rosé. I mean, you can't go wrong. Whether it's like barbecue in the backyard whether it's like a special celebration yeah friday night celebration or That's right. tuesday night whatever fit your you and, and oh, every night every night what about every, every night of celebration yeah. you you said it we need to celebrate life daily it, you should to, to you be should. grateful that Definitely, we are yeah and uh no rosé is just for me it's very it's it's what you share with family yeah. with family or with friends over barbecue or if you like spicy food, it's awesome too. It's, it's a very, very uh, easy uh, one. And isn't the Sonoma Coast so amazing? And I love Sonoma Coast. I'm in love, love with that texture. And when it comes to rosé, I love Pinot Noir based rosé. I think it's there's an elegance yeah. to it. That's uh, And just, from the Loire Valley, obviously. Yeah, well. You know, yeah. you make some of the best Pinot Rosé yeah, and Cap yeah. Franc Rosé as well, yeah. right, yeah. So, Boris, you're a huge authority in wine because oh, wow. besides this experience, yes. You know, a lot of drinking is what you meant. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> I witnessed that many times. Yeah. But drinking with control. And Always. I think that's important. We all Always. want to enjoy wine with moderation as well. Always. You, um, when I say authority, over the last 20 years, you've tasted five to ten thousands of wine a year. Yeah, probably, yeah, a thousand <laughs> yes. for sure. Yes. I, I stopped counting, obviously. Uh, I mean, I've been blessed with. Uh, being a wine business for many years, uh, living in Napa for about 15, I guess. And uh, I've always had uh, kind of like the same rule, which is buying wine for uh, luxury brands or right now for a big company. And yes, part of my job is obviously to, so to you, drink on a job. So you, you really know about the world of wine and, and you work for a great company mm -hmm. named Vivino. Vivino. One of the leading company yes. in the world of wine so, today. Uh, yes, so Vivino has actually, uh, we just celebrated our 10 years anniversary uh, earlier this year. Yeah. And uh, we actually, um, so Vivino, the concept of Vivino, hopefully some of you guys are familiar with it. So you take your, it's a smartphone app where you take a snapshot of a label yes. and it's, uh, it's a user base review on a five star scale about whether or not people obviously enjoy that wine with you can put like you know one star if you don't like it five stars if you love well, it well so you put five stars five for all plus, those wines right plus, now go on vivino.com yeah and uh it's a very it's a very uh, user-friendly way yes. to uh the two founders which are actually from um, uh, denmark they didn't have any wine knowledge and yeah. they just end up being at the grocery store in front of a wall of wine say i wish i would know what people think about it so that's how Vivino started and now uh, jumping 10 years later we we have about 50 million people using the app it's the number you said one 50 50 million five, yeah five zero so it's the it's the biggest um, food and wine app in the uh, in the world fantastic and we the funny thing is we celebrated back in December our one billion scan so me those one billion people had scanned wine and just to give you guys a sense of uh, what it means 
if you were to snapshot a label, you would, it would take you every second, it would take you 30 years to get to 1 billion. And within uh, December to December, so obviously in one year, we've got almost as many as well. So wow. it, it's just growing a lot. And uh, Well, it's exciting to, to really be able to marry as you have the tradition of wine and mm -hmm. wonderful wines and great selection to technology. Correct. It's, it's Which is a big deal yeah. to... And no one has succeeded that in the wine trade. Well, it's just like the, the younger generation are very inclined, you know, it's like the, the Yelp of the world for yes. restaurants. It's like they are used to that concept or the Amazon, obviously, ratings of your product. So it's a, it speaks very easily to them. Yes. And uh, obviously, we all enjoy having like great price, which you do for a lot of your wines from like critics. But there's also a value for not one person say that's an amazing wine as a professional person but sad of people sad of people as it's the most end users say that's a really good wine you it's know? democracy that's, that speaks, yeah, exactly. everybody ranks it exactly and the aggregation of this exactly gives you the ultimate 5.0 yeah exactly so boris i know you could finish that last yeah, little drop I, I, I you can. know it's not yeah. too hard so we wanted to stay with boris in the world of pinot because he loves it mm -hmm. i mean he's a big fan of all wines but I wanted to go on the Burgundy side of Sonoma, okay. because as you can see, we started in Burgundy, we went with a Sonoma Coast Rosé Pinot yes. Noir, very delicate, and I hope very refined, very smelling good. a lot of the beautiful rose. And now, as I'd love for you to tell us yes. about where you see the wine world, in America specifically going as a Frenchman with incredible heritage in wine. Mm -hmm. Loire Valley, 20 years of experience of tasting wines and buying wine for one of the most powerful companies in the world today. Mm -hmm. Where do you see wine in America going and the opportunities of tomorrow? Um, you know, it's, uh, well, it's a big question for sure. I think that uh, uh, the demand is definitely very, very high. And, yes. and the reason why I think it's because um, the younger generation definitely are a lot more interesting to wine than maybe some of the older generation would be into spirits, for example. And uh, and there's an eagerness to learn. That's the one thing that you say yeah. about the American market. They just love to learn and... Um, a thirst to and, learn Well, exactly. And the thing with wine, the beauty is you, you're going to love wine because there's going to be something that's going to match your profile. Whether it's, uh, you know, some people love sweet wine and there's nothing wrong with this, or the way to very complex, yes. expensive uh, Pinot Noir or Cabernet Sauvignon, whether they're from here or from uh, Europe, you know. That's right. So, so you're pretty bullish about what's happening right now. Yeah, so I'm seeing a lot. I mean, right now in our market, I mean, we've, we do sell a lot of uh, Napa product. And maybe it's because as a wine buyer, I'm here in Napa and obviously I got a lot more uh, connection. Yes. Uh, but we also see a lot, a lot of demand for Pinot Noir, especially from Sonoma Coast, Russian River. And Burgundy, because he's a big Burgundy. And lover. Burgundy, exactly. The one thing with Burgundy is just, um, uh, it's, for me, it's the best. I mean, not, not because you hear yes. just, I had to, see if you say, Boris, you have to drink just one style of, uh, uh, one region moving forward, it would be Burgundy because the, the sense of uh, terroir yes. is second to none. As yes. you know, you can virtually be right here and move 100 yards down the, down the, the vines and it's going to be a totally different wine That's in right. terms of uh, amazing place, amazing sense of uh, place and people. The food is amazing as well. 
um, but the uh, the problem with Burgundy is just it's there's just too little wines. That's right. You know, to really make that impact. Yeah. By definition, it's uh, you can make so much wine within a parcel of uh, vineyard anyway, and that's what they have to explore other other regions. You know, that's it. That's why we we came to the Russian yeah. River. It's exactly. So the wine we having, dear friends, is a great family, Oof. the Maboroshi. Yeah, this is good. fully organic and you know to your point earlier Boris you said something so important American people are willing to listen and to learn and to follow a trend and a direction as yeah. long as you willing to take them there that family said we want to make organic and biodynamic wine and we guided them through they got their certification and it's one of the most prominent biodynamic wine we produce in the Russian River 600 cases made yeah that's really good unbelievable vineyard designate and this wine i got to tell you blind besides the exuberance on the nose you could think it's a burgundy yeah because you have right? that yeah i mean the first to describe the wine uh, a lot of being cherry like very very a lot of fruit explosion to your mouth but then you have a lot of uh, acid to match as well which yes. again for me is what you want because you want the wine to be matching the food whatever you're going to do and you also want the acidity to make the wine being age worthy anyway you know and uh and you do get that for sure it's it's uh the sunlight wow. of california with the but, power but, of the earth well exactly because even though you're right you get like the uh the brightness that you would often find into some of the pinot noir from burgundy but i can see that's actually a russian river mm -hmm. and, and that's good because you don't want you want to be respectful of the Absolutely. terroir here as well you know and i can see uh, it's a bit richer, obviously you got a bit more alcohol, a bit more density on the mouse, but you still have the elegance, you still have the acidity to match, which is obviously what, for me, what makes the difference. I will drink to yeah, that. See? So Boris, I know we've okay. taken a lot of your precious yes. time, but tell us, yes. a next thing for you, you've lived a major reset, mm -hmm. as we say, which is a rebirth in many ways. Yeah. So what are your aspiration now? in your life mm -hmm. as we live it. And it could be a spiritual answer. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be about no, no. business. It, it, so it won't be about business, that's for sure. I mean, business has been such a big part of my life over the past 20 years. That's, yes. That's why I need to be able to detach myself from being obviously very dedicated to what I do. Yes. But to understand that uh, I'm not defined by who I am as a, as a worker or as a business person. I'm defined by who I am as an entity globally speaking you know so that's right so uh well said well and so it, it's not so much in the future as much as it's already now is to always uh as, as i said before always take the time for yourself to really yeah. think about what is important to me whether right now for me i would tell you obviously uh my family my close family whether it's yeah. Jeanette, the kids my son was obviously a bit older as well whether at some point is to go back to France, obviously you and I haven't been able to travel as much as we would like to do, because that's important, obviously. That, yeah. That's the core for us, like the connection to the, the, the place, the people is important, and to, to make time for people, to make time for myself, to make time for people as well. Would be, well said. Yeah. To give your time to others as well, to, yeah. to provide your perspective, which yeah. has been amazing tonight. Now, what is your dream? Which is a different question. Or oh, my dream. Uh, ah, ah. Oh gosh. Uh, and be as wild as you oh, want. Gosh, boy, no, I, I no one has asked me that question yet. But yeah, if yeah. I were, 
It will be wild. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it will be. Uh, no, right now. I mean, I throughout COVID, obviously, we have a lot of time to kid at home. We don't go to restaurants anymore. We, you know, we and we're under curfew now. And we're under curfew now. And uh, so I took on a passion for making pizza. Congratulations. Yeah. That's great. And, uh, well, you need to come to the house, bring the dough, and, and we'll I make know. pizza. Yeah, so I got myself a pizza oven about a month ago, and I just, that's my passion. I spent way too much time. So cooking, making. Yeah, you know, because, and the reason why, because I can't, it's like, why pizza? Yeah. And I think it's... Uh, for a Frenchman. Maybe well, for the Frenchman, French invented yeah. pizza, didn't they? Well, probably did. Probably <laughs> did <sometime>. Italiano! Yeah. <laughs> si può provare! Yeah. Although, you know what? Uh, have you ever had some fouet from the Loire yes. Valley? So it's like a small door that you let right I love fouet. Yeah. You should yeah. focus on that. Yeah, that would be a good good thing too. But why pizza? I think it's because it's a very, very simple product yes. that can make it to a very amazing, same as wine, if you think about it, grapes. That's right. You get up with one at the end. Here you got water, uh, flour, salt and you make an amazing dough and then obviously you want to keep it simple i'm not talking about like the pizza like you guys have like 25 toppings <laughs> so pizza it's uh the simpler the most refined yeah sometimes. it's san marcelo tomatoes maybe you can put some prosciutto if you want to get fancy some buffalo mozzarella and that's pizza everything else is something well something else. so let's do a pizza party at the house yeah. before your end yeah 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 we have a few weeks and our good friend mira yes. you know who was yes. on our show yes who runs the Moscone Center and is a great, fabulous friend, we'll invite him. Okay. Because you know what his dream is? Is no. to perfect dough. Ah, so we, so and he's from Turkey, from the, you know, obviously conflicts with Greece throughout the last mm. thousands mm. of years. They've exchanged good process of yeah. dough and, and flour and all that. So we'll do a party with him. Okay, that, I love Del that. Mirad, if you're with okay. us tonight, you coming in the next few yeah, days. Yeah, it'd be a, be a blessing and honor for sure. So you, you're so wise and, and I'm so glad we could spend a lot of this discussion as well on yourself mm -hmm. and, and what you went through. I would love, uh, Boris, for all our friends, you know, it's the time of the holidays, yes. Christmas is in a few weeks. Why don't you send the message you want to send to everyone as the advice, looking back and looking forward? Uh, Okay, so I would probably say, you know, again, unfortunately, it's going to be the most unusual holiday season that we've ever yeah. experienced. I mean, 2020 has been relentless in many ways. Um, I would say, you know, take the time to reflect of all the challenges that we had in 2020. And obviously, being one business and then being in Napa, it's been definitely a, a year where you can easily make a huge list of like, hey, here's all the challenges. Well, just let this aside. This would just, it's just, it's the past anyway, and disregard this. But try to focus on something that's amazing that happened to you this year. Yes. And, uh, and be blessed for that, being thankful for that. And even though we are not going to be able to celebrate with family and friends as we love to do, well, maybe then take the time to expand what you would have done, which is having dinner with a few family members yeah. or friends. Then that's still a very small amount of people. But why don't you try to expand by sending a letter, which we don't do anymore because we all text message each other. Great. Just send a letter, say, hey, you know, I'm thinking about you for the holidays and hope everything is going well and looking forward to 2021, which is going to be an awesome year. Yeah, absolutely. It has to be. 
Oh, for sure. And we'll make it amazing. We're going to make it amazing. And, and, and we'll be drinking a lot of wines as well and some good wines, obviously. Um, especially in one business. I mean, Napa has had... Um, it's funny because we've had a lot of uh, changes over the past few years, yes. fires. and um, But the quality of the wine that I've seen tells me that people... I've always been told... I came to Napa and said, people say, you know what, it's easy to make good ones in Napa, which actually it's an amazing place. The sense of terroir, the quality of the weather, everything is set to make it a special place. But it's truly when I see some of the vintages which we had to go through over the past few years, that, and then I can see the end result, because I was worried, because even though I don't make wine, I sell the wine. So to me, I'm going to sell the end product of That's what right. you guys make. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's pretty amazing, you know. And I know that I'm not stupid. I know that obviously the selection is a lot more um, intense in the cellar in terms yes. of like, okay, that's not going to make it to that point because we want to reach a certain level and we're not going to we're not going to lower our quality because of the vintage anyway. But the quality of the wine has been tremendous. So not because you invited me, but I just want to tell everyone on the show. Thank you for that. That's uh, and again, Vivino is a good example because. I'm seeing if you were to look on Vivino, which I invite you to do, obviously, and make a comparison of any. So 2017 has been the first year when we had fires and it was like a bit of a questionable. Look at the ratings on Vivino for 2017. Look at the same wine 2016. You're going to see no difference. Virtually, you're going to see some of reviews with same ratings because the wineries are dedicated to what they produce obviously it's a luxury good for a lot of people in especially napa napa is the quality oriented is a top obviously and um and just it's it's amazing to see that even though we were faced with challenges the there's probably less wine that made it to the cart but what made it is just pretty spectacular anyway your friends, you know what to drink, oh, and you know where to go, and you know how to rank wines. That's, that's right. So, Boris, thank you for being with no, us today pleasure. on this amazing day of December. Thank you really for sharing this amazing life story. Yeah, I know. That, by the way, dear friends, can happen to any of us at any time. But what we learned tonight is resetting, rebirthing, redefining our priorities, redefining who yeah. we want to be, what we want to do how we want to spend our time and working on ourselves. It's a perfect time for the resolution of the new hey, year. Cheers, true. Thank you, Boris. Enjoy the holidays. <laughs>